Happy Monday. Welcome back to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. I hope y'all have had a wonderful weekend. Enjoy your time with your families. I'm looking forward to sharing about today's episode. And it's a part of my testimony that I have not shared before. And I was just waiting for the right timing. You know, I pray on it and I, I pray about my episodes and I make sure that I feel uh, the timing and the alignment with God in a lot of the things that I do today, right? That wasn't something I did before. But with everything that I'm about to share today, I hope that the one thing you get out of this whole purpose in me sharing is that you get the understanding of God's love and goodness and how he has just been so wonderful and merciful to me, even in the times that I didn't really have a relationship with him or that the idea I had about him was very distorted, um, just the way my whole thinking in general was. But I'm looking forward to sharing this with you. So let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hello, Mama. Welcome to the Moms Breaking Chains podcast. My name is Monica Alvarez. I'm a faithlet mom of two beautiful babies engaged to my best friend, a woman in recovery, an empowerment coach, and a certified fitness trainer. In this podcast, you will find a place of empowerment, healing, and purpose work, all while partnering with God to help transform you into the woman you were always destined to become. I know that you are struggling to break the chains of addiction, abuse, and strongholds in your mindset and in your motherhood. You've gotten into recovery and you're wondering, what's next? What's my purpose? Well, Mama, my mission is to help transform you mentally, spiritually, and physically so that you can become the woman that God has destined you to become. And I believe that the most important work that you can ever do is the work within yourself. You were called to be the chain breaker of your family. You were called to bring light for generations to come. So mama, if you are ready to get on this journey with me, grab a notebook and pen, fill up that cup of coffee, grab a box of tissues as we get ready to laugh and cry because your healing begins here. Let's get into today's show. Alrighty, so before we get into today's episode, I want to invite you to our Facebook community group. If you have not joined our community, we have a Facebook community group. The link's below in the show notes. If you'd like to join a community of other like-minded moms that are in recovery, that are on the same mission as you, we also have a Telegram chat. If you are not on social media, that is just like a little messenger chat room chat room i try to say group and room at the same time but yeah anyways um (laughs) that we also have in the link of the show notes as well and then also if you've been a listener for now for a few episodes you already know i'm gonna ask if you could please leave me a written review on apple Podcasts or on any podcast platform that you listen to so that we can help grow this show and reach other like-minded mamas that are just on the same journey as you All right, so I'm not going to take any more time. We're going to get into today's episode. So again, I had to, I told you that I had to take a a moment to like really pray about it because I knew that the timing was going to come that I was going to talk about it. I really have come to a place where I don't hide anything about (laughs) my story, especially because it's definitely, it's my story, right? It's allowed me to be the woman that I am today. And I have done a lot of inner work and I've definitely gotten a better relationship and understanding about how God sees me that I don't have to live in any kind of shame right or condemnation and that I'm able to walk in this journey of my life and be able to know that like you know what I'm grateful for the for the opportunity to have gone through what I've gone through because I'm able to be on the other side to tell you that it's okay right and through 
what I've went through, I've been able to see things in a whole different light and perspective, right, from dealing with it on the other side. So I'm going to get right into it. Um, so I talked about when growing up that, you know, I dealt a lot with my father and, um, you know, I, I grew up very angry, right? Like in that timing when I was like in my teen years and my understanding about men was very distorted, right? Uh, I have a few brothers and, you know, uncles in my family and I love them dearly. And I understand that, you know, their teachings about how to treat women and how to be in relationships was also distorted. Right. So I can see how um, the misinformation about teaching and the understanding got passed down and how the men just, I mean, unfortunately, you know, there was a lot of I saw a lot of like abuse and relationships and mistreating the women and and you know and that again like it came from both sides of the family right like seeing it from my dad's side my mom's side and it was just something that very different from back then till now right my already my thinking got distorted about like that's how all men treat their women and I started developing this hate towards men at a very young age and I remember uh, just thinking like if this is the way men treat men treat women I want nothing to do with men right and uh, as a teenager being young you know I got I started getting into my drug use and started kind of hanging around different people and uh, I found myself starting to date women right and I drew myself closer to women because it was just something that I didn't want to feel with men because I thought that all men like hurt women right and I never gave myself a chance to like really love and I blocked off right any kind of male interaction or relationship and uh, and so I dated women for about 10 years right of my life and uh, I know that's a little surprising for some that don't know my story and I know some do know my story that have known me from the past and uh, again it's just something that you know again it's my story and so through that process though what I want to share about is that that process of how I felt through everything was like again I developed so much hate for men and I developed like I, I was always angry right and and I involved myself around a, a lot of a crowd where I was around like-minded people that were hurt, right? That at some point they got hurt. They Their mindset about, you know, how they viewed men, how they viewed women was very distorted. And so I started understanding, like, you know, I was hanging around people that, you know, maybe got hurt as a child or like they dealt with some kind of sexual abuse or all kinds of stuff. Right? And I'm not saying everybody. I'm just saying that that's what I that was the common thing that I was seeing in, in the environment that I was around. Right. Like we were all came up from somewhat of a broken household and we were all trying to change and interact ourselves differently with people that understood us. Right. And with that, I started hanging around more people that were deeper in drugs, right? And um, and I got heavier in drugs, and the hate for men fueled a lot more. And uh, at the same time, right, I was getting, I was also dealing with people that were very judgmental to me, right? Like I dealt with a lot of people that were harmful to me, and and like were telling me like ugly things, and you know, so I dealt with that, right? I helped, I dealt with the hate and uh, you know, the discrimination, and like I said, I dealt with this for about, you know, I was, I was in this lifestyle for about 10 years of my life, right? And one thing I want to tell you, though, I'm not sharing this to glamorize the life that I was in or anything like that, right? Because it's a part of my life. And I have some amazing friends and people that I love dearly that, you know, are part of that community. And and I love them, right? I, I don't think of them any less or any different, right? It was just a path that I walked in my life and that I'm in a different place today, right? But what I learned in that is that being in on the other side of it and being the one that was getting judged and being told ugly things about, right? Like I remember thinking 
wow, like some people were trying to throw like, you know, uh, I remember they would come up to us and like we would have like a stand of like something. It, I used to, when I was going to college, we would have like a stand for like people of the LGBT community, right? And we would have people come up with us and they would come with the Bible and just start telling us awful things and ugly, right? And I remember being like, wow. And so see, you see already, right, where I'm going with this. Like my mind already started thinking about God as like, because of those people that were coming up to us and telling us ugly and hurtful things that we were going to go to hell and we were going to this and we we're going to that, my thinking was already tied to that's the punishing and condemning God, right? So people that, you know, I, I took it as like anybody that grew up in church or any kind of faith in God were like those people. They were judgmental. And unfortunately, like if you're, if you're a Christian, I have nothing against Christians, any kind of religion. i put that on anything I do not but the most people that were coming up to us and that were being hurtful were claiming that they were Christian right and so I was like wow like it was hurtful to see right like this is why I say that it is important that we are the ones like we are the people that are children first come around we are the ideas of women and men that our children first see right like we are the examples and so if we're the first examples if the first example I got of a Christian was somebody that was thumping a bible at me and telling me I was going to go to hell do you think that that was going to bring me closer to God or was it going to take me further away right at the timing being that I was in my drug use and you know I was where I was in my life the last thing I wanted to worry about was being around people that were going to condemn me right and so I say this to say that whether we're doing things because we love somebody our deliverance is what matters right like how are we delivering and now I understand right their goal was they were worried that I was going to go to hell and I was going to this right that's where they were coming from but their deliverance was spewing out of hate right they were trying to share share um, the goodness of God with me but they were doing it by by throwing hate and fear into me, right? And so I get the understanding today that it's like, wow, like, okay, so you're trying to share God's, like God is good and loving, but yet you're not, you're not behaving that way, right? You're also coming out in a, in a hateful and aggressive way. And so this is where I said the distortion kind of came in about God, right? Where I was like, wow, like people are so mean and condemning. Like, I don't understand. Like, and so my thinking about God was distorted. I still would pray, but I was very like distant. You know, I, I always thought, I always felt in shame, right? Like I always felt like, man, I'm, I'm not even good enough or worthy to get anywhere near God's love and goodness. I'm not worthy of it because I'm living in a shaming and condemning lifestyle, right? That's where my thinking was at the timing. And I was like, wow. And you know what? Let me just tell you, I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the people that love me where I was at. I am so grateful that as much as I know it hurt my mom at first, that she never stopped loving me. I'm grateful that my dad never stopped loving me. I'm grateful that my family never stopped loving me and, and never shamed me for what I was doing, right? They loved me where I was at. They loved me even through the pain I was going through, whether I was in my heavy drug addiction, whether I was in the lifestyle, whatever it was that I was doing at the time, they loved me where I was at, right? And see, we think we're going to change people by throwing the Bible down there, you know, uh, what do they call them? Bible thumpers, right? Like we're going to do it like that, that we're going to condemn them. We're going to scare them. That's not how we're going to change the world. My friends, we're not going to change the world. So 
Well, same thing with our children, right? If our children are living in a, in a way that we, you know, we don't want, obviously we want the best for our children, right? We want to, the whole purpose why we're doing this and we're in this recovery process and we're trying to change is so that we could be better people for our children. But the missing thing that we're doing is that if we're operating out of, out of anything, if we're operating in anything outside of love, then we're already going to have some problems, okay? Because the way that we're going to be able to change our children and we're going to be able to shape and transform people isn't by telling them what they're doing wrong. It's by loving them in their process because they may not know any different, right? I didn't know any different. I didn't know any better, right? And um, and people hating on me and telling me those awful things didn't want me to get, didn't, if anything, it, it kept me deeper in my shame, And so I understand today that it's like, wow, like, okay, God, you know, now obviously, right, I'm I'm with my fiance and, and, you know, we have two beautiful children and, you know, and and things have changed, right? Like I've, I've done some work to understand that I was operating out of a place of pain and that may not be everybody's reason why, right, that they choose to be with somebody of the same sex. And you know what? That's not my place to know, right? Like I love them where they're at. I'm going to continue to love them where they're at. I have close family and friends that are in same sex um, relationships and I love them just where they're at. It's not my job to condemn them and tell them that they're living wrong and sinfully. That is not our place, right? It is not our place to do that. Our job is to love others just as God has loved us, right? So we are not to be condemning and judging people for where they're at. We know nothing about their life and their story. And trust me, the chances are if we're trying to change somebody, we're not going to do it by telling them what they're doing wrong. We're going to be doing it by loving them and receiving them right where they're at, right? Because they're going to feel our love, right? They're going to feel it. Love is an action, right? And, um, and so one of the things that I hope for is that we can be those loving people for anybody. It doesn't matter if they're the color of their skin, their sexual orientation. It doesn't matter of their past. I hope that we can just love people where they're at and not be so harsh and condemning for them. Because let me tell you, through all of that that I went through, right? Through everything. I told you it was about 10 years. Plus, you know, at the same time I was in my heavy drug addiction, I got the understanding that I was just hurt, right? My my interpretation of a man and a father and everything was very distorted. And so I tried to escape from feeling those feelings and feeling hurt that I thought, okay, if I just go date women, then I won't have to feel this pain. And so for a long time, that's where I was, right? But don't, you know, I knew deep down in there, I desired to be with a man. I desired to want a family, right? I would play this, you know, I, I put on this mask and I'm like, I'm good. I'm good by myself, right? And the truth is nobody wants to be alone, right? Um, I didn't want to be alone. I felt this comfort with, you know, when, you know, the male friends I had or, or the male companions that I was with here and there, like I felt that safety sometimes, right? And I was like, you know what? Like I, I, I desire to want a family someday, right? And, but again, it wasn't, it, you know, I'm grateful for the people that love me and receive me where I was at um, because it allowed me to like want to be a, a different woman, right? Like when I did start getting the understanding, when I did meet my fiance, when I did, you know, everything, like everything started falling into place. I just felt this like just love and this understanding and people understood me, you know, and, and I learned a lot about God's love. And I was like, man, you know what? God loves me. Like even with what I did, he doesn't love me any less. He doesn't love people 
that are in same-sex couples any less. He doesn't love people that do wrong any less than he loves us, right? Like, he is here to convince us of our beauty and our righteousness, right? And we're so busy judging each other and criticizing each other that we're missing the picture. We're missing the point. You know, everything that we've gone through, everything that we've been through, I mean, just us, that we were in active addiction, right? Like, you think that if God held us to, if God held that above our head, think that, we would be where we're at right now. You think that we'd be able to experience this goodness of seeing the other side of it. And so this is the perspective I want to give you about why I'm even sharing this story and this testimony. I want you to have this picture in your head because look, we don't know where the future is going to bring us. We don't know that just because we may teach our children the right path, we may teach them and instill good values and things in them, right? There could be a time, right? I'm not saying there's gonna, there could be that they may get involved in the wrong crowd right? There's going to come a time where they're going to become an adult. They're going to be able to make their own choices. And just like I made my own choices and I made choices to surround myself with a crowd that probably wasn't so good for me. But you know what? That was part of my story. And, uh, and same thing with your children that may happen to your children, right? We don't want to think about it. We don't want to even imagine it. Maybe your babies are all cute and in that toddler stage like mine right now. And I can't even imagine that, right? I, I wish nothing. We wish and hope the best for our children as much as possible. However, if for some reason they were to go astray, I want to ask you, are you still going to love your child the same way that you would as they were if they were if they were doing what you thought they should be doing? If your child makes the decision to go in a different lifestyle, if your child decides to down the line when they get older, they go in and they, like I said, they go astray. Are you going to love them any less? Absolutely not, right? You're not going to love them any less. You're going to want to pray for them. You're going to want to hope the best for them, right? You're going to want to love them so that they can stay around you, right? Because some of the things that I hear is like, I hear people that know about my story and they ask me, they're like, you know, well, how did you do it? Or, you know, cause my child's dealing with this or, and, um, and I say, you know what? I, I was loved. I don't know. I don't know about that because my parents never cut me off for the lifestyle that I live. My parents never loved me any less because of the choices I made in my life. As a matter of fact, they loved me right where I was at and they loved me through it all. So I can't tell you that what to do with your children because all I can tell you is to love them where they're at. Love them, pray for them, right? Um, under try to understand them you can be that light for them right maybe they're struggling and they don't understand and you think that by you judging and condemning them they're going to want to get closer and talk to you no right try to understand them pray for them get to the core of some things ask them questions like had my parents sat me down and be like hey you know you know what where's your mindset about this or whatever right like maybe we could have had a conversation I don't know that it would have changed anything but maybe I could have had a different understanding than the perception I had about men at the time right and uh, and I carried a lot of hate with me for a long time but because again my thinking was distorted society was telling me things I was seeing things right and so I think some of the biggest things and the biggest disservice we do is that we think we're helping and really we're harming. And instead of trying to understand, we want to be understood. And that's where I think we fall short in that area. Because had people, had somebody just loved me, like people, you know, and the thing is, like I said, I had family that loved me already. But like, we think we're going to sh change people because we're going to tell them what they're doing wrong. But how we just love people where they're at. How we just been like, hey, you know what? 
I love you anyways, right? I have some dear friends of mine that they open up to me to tell me some things. And I say, you know what? I love you for whatever decision you make. I love you. You know, I'm here for you. You know, I love you. Today, I'm just such a different person. I'm forgiving. I'm loving. I'm understanding. It took a lot of people forgiving me for what I've done and the pain I've caused people. And so now I can understand. I have this different level of compassion and empathy for people. And I have that for my children because, yes, I pray and I hope the best for our children, right? We want them to walk this wonderful and straight and narrow path. But you know what? That may not be the, rea- that may not be the reality. And you know what? It's going to be okay no matter what. It's going to be okay. I'm here to encourage you and just tell you that it's going to be okay no matter what and that the biggest way that we can overcome so many things is by love right love is an action how are we treating people right let's be rooted in love let's see things through a a lens of love because we never know what somebody's going through right and again that could be your child one day and so don't hurt somebody don't be harmful like the way you want people to receive you and your child you hope that the world will receive and love your child and you know and love them where they're at until they can make those changes for themselves like I'm telling you like everything I'm I'm grateful today that I was able to see things differently like now from the perspective I have I'm like man God you're so loving you love me you were with me the whole time whether I saw you through the lens I did or whatever, right? Like I thought you were so far, but you never left my side, right? You were always there with me. And, uh, and it was just so beautiful, you know, it was beautiful because I get to share that story with people and people understand that they're like, wow, like I'll, you know, some people that don't know me that didn't know me in the past, like they couldn't even guess that that was part of my story. And it is, it's just like, like I said, it's just a part of my story, right? But the biggest piece of it is that it's a testimony of God's love. And, um, and so I just really want to encourage you that if you're struggling with something like that, right? Like if you're, you're, you have a loved one that you feel is living this lifestyle and you're worried about them and you're trying to make them change and you, you're like, what? There's, I can't tell them anything. I'm doing this. You know what? Just pray for them. Love on them. Love them where they're at. Because I guarantee you the biggest form of transformation for me was that people loved me where I was at. They allowed me to have my process, my understanding. And because of it, I was able to get through to the other side of some things, right? Like that's the way we're going to change the world is through love. We're not going to change it through hate and degrading people and telling them what they're doing wrong. Like we're not going to do that, right? Like we're not here to, that's not how we're going to bring people closer to God and bring them closer to the understanding of who they are. If we're busy using the main, the tool that's supposed to help them understand who they are and love them, which is the word, right? We're using that to to hit them with and tell them that they're doing it wrong. That's not what this is about. That's not how we're going to get people to love us and understand us. And we're not going to love people. I mean, we're not going to get people to transform if we're, we're doing that, right? So the biggest lesson I got out of all of that was about learning to see people from the way, the way that God sees us, right? And, um, and that's so hard to do when we come from a place where we're like, what? You know what? Like, we're used to gossiping and judging people and I'm guilty of it, right? Like I'm telling you, like I've come from that. Like I'm not saying, I'm not here sitting here telling you that I'm all perfect and I look at people all with this beautiful lens. Like I fall short, right? Like I, I'll catch myself looking at people with criticism sometimes and I'm like, whoa, 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 check yourself, right? And uh, and I gotta stop, right? I gotta stop and I gotta like rechannel my thinking about how I view people and how I speak about people because I, the biggest lesson I've learned is like, you know what, like... <laughs> 
it's all about love, right? God is all about love. And, uh, and it tells us that, right? And so I'm just grateful, like, for the understanding I have today. So just remember, if there's somebody you're hoping and praying, just pray for them, love on them, accept them where they're at. You know, I hope that this, you know, story, even though I took a while to share about it, like, I hope that it really allows you to shift your perspective about change and because things happen right things are gonna happen things you know maybe this is part of your story too maybe you dealt with it or maybe you're on the other side doing this to somebody else right but like the truth is that at the end of the day we all get a chance to be able to do something different and be able to um it's never too late to change it's never too late to love somebody where they're at it's never too late to receive somebody if you've been hard on somebody if you you know been hurt you just didn't know any better right i didn't know any better either like even when i got with my fiance like then my thinking at one point was like oh my god like i was living wrong because like i started hanging around people that were talking about like you know that that was a condemning lifestyle and that's not the case no 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 i had to reprogram my thinking because i was like no from somebody that was sitting on that other side too i can tell you that the best and the most um loving thing i received was people just receiving me where i was and so you love somebody love on them pray for them right and just and be good to people be good to people be a good person don't be harmful don't be judgmental right um it's something that we can all do and we can all be better at right because that's how we're going to change this world and and make it a better a better world for our children and the future generations to come right so we get to teach our child something loving through the process and we get to be better mothers at the same time so i hope that this episode reached you in good timing and uh just pray for your heart mamas you have a good one bye-bye Thank you so much, Mama, for listening to today's episode. If this show impacted you in any way or touched your spirit, it would mean the world to me if you can head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a written review. Not only does it bring me so much joy to see how it's impacting you, but it helps to grow the show so that we can continue to spread this message to moms all over the world. Thank you so much again for helping me grow this mission. God bless you, Mama. Bye-bye. Happy day. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.